Mike one, Mike one, isn't this a lot of fun? Two, 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 two. Did you, America? Okay, boys and girls, here we go with another edition of Did You America? He's Jeremy, I'm Ian Camfield. Welcome to Season 2, Episode... 428. Jeremy is just back from his 29th birthday celebrations in Austin, Texas, this past weekend. Uh, Did you celebrate so hard that you feel more like 59? Was that this weekend? I'll take that as a yes. I had a pretty good time. I wouldn't say I went crazy. I was really only there Saturday and Sunday, but it was uh, it was definitely a good time. Austin's a cool city. Austin is a wonderful vacation town. I don't know if I would want to live there so much. Might be a little too much, uh, as we in Texas like to say, California influence. But uh, yeah, it was fun. I uh, well, Austin's not real Texas, is it? No. Well, that's what's funny is it. it I actually kind of noticed this over the weekend. Every single problem that we have in that in Texas now officially gets blamed on all the number of people moving here from California. So before I left, I was talking to a friend and he was showing me this Twitter profile that he follows that just shows like random clips of crazy things happening throughout DFW. And he told me every single day there's a video of a car just randomly lit on fire on a highway and it's somewhere in Dallas or Fort Worth or surrounding areas. And I asked him, I was like, why, like, what is this? Why are all these cars on fire? He, his only answer he could come up with was, I think it's a California thing. <laughs> then when I'm driving in, you know, when we're driving to Austin, at various points, we hit traffic. And my friend who was driving at every single one of those times would spot the license, the California license plate and immediately blame them for all the traffic that was going on. And finally, when we were in Austin, as anyone who has gone to Austin knows, there is quite a homeless problem in that city. They are everywhere. And again, my friend's only thinking was, well, clearly this is all the people who moved here from California and couldn't quite make it. Well, I believe the homeless camps in California are overflowing now, so they had to move to Austin. There's just no more space for them. I've come up with California is like Texas's version of the internet. So the internet is the greatest inv- invention in mankind. It's done so much for civilization, yet all of our problems in 2021 are directly correlated with the internet that's california for texans you know they came in here they we got all these companies and people to move in and it's done things for our state we never could have dreamed of we have so much money so much opportunity yet there are these problems like cars on fire and homeless people popping up that we don't know how to control. Well, I mean, you know, the homeless uh, population in San Francisco especially is so out of hand. And this is always my thing against uh, extreme liberal rule in the most liberal part of uh, California. They legalized shitting on the street, but made it illegal to get your coffee in a plastic cup (laughs) because they've got so many homeless and there's such a homeless problem, which is obviously obviously a terrible thing that they had to legalize shitting on the street because that's what homeless people unfortunately have to do but if you want to get your coffee in a plastic cup you can't do that can, so actually so in austin maybe the maybe the homeless are like oh we can shit on the street and we could go get a uh, a starbucks in a plastic cup when we panhandle to get enough money maybe that's the oh no i tell you what the attraction is Austin's got coffee bean. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, it may be illegal in Austin to shit on the street, but they're still doing it. So, well, of course, because they go, no, this just be be more like California. (laughs) Shit on the street. But they do have one thing I would encourage as far as a Californian influence in the great state state of Texas, coffee bean. Because you know coffee is my only exciting thing now since I gave up drinking. Coffee is the most exciting thing I put in my body. In fact, when you told me you were going to go to Austin, my immediate thought was not the fun things and establishments in Austin. My thought was actually two things. Oh, you could go to uh, Bucky's on the way. I did. 
Was he, where's my? Did you not go to the merch? Listen, you got to tell me these things in no, preparation. No, no, I'm not no, just, no, no, I'm not no, just no, 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 taking orders. Okay, anyone who's unfamiliar with this, Bucky's is just basically a gas station, but because they're in Texas, they're awesome because everything is bigger and better in Texas. So it's a huge uh, gas station that has its own merchandise, right? You, if you stop off somewhere that is basically a gas station, gas station with a gift shop in Texas. The first person you should think of is me, and because I, who would want Bucky's merchandise more than me? I, I agree. I figured you had it all. All right. That's you got a, the Bucky's tea. You got the mug. You got the cooler. That's what a, else do you need? You know for a fact I haven't got any of those things, but I'm going <laughs> to let you off. That was a nice little comeback. So my two things were, oh, my God, he's going to be able to stop at a Bucky's and go to the gift store. See, I wouldn't even stop because I needed gas. I'd stop because I oh, needed to go. I to never the- actually get gas at Bucky's. I'm there for jerky and various snacks. And uh, secondly... <gasps> Austin's got a coffee bean. It's the main thing that I... If you were to stop all exports from California coming into Texas right now, I would probably go, ah, I could be down with that policy except coffee bean. Coffee bean is the superior Starbucks, and it is one great thing that comes out of uh, California. I think the different... This is definitely a difference. I think this is what may make the coffee superior. They don't have syrups. They have powder. So when you ask for any extras in your coffee, they get out a whisk... I just like the idea that the baristas are having to work harder. There's none of this, there's <laughs> yeah, none of, there's none of this squirt and shake. You've got to pour out some coffee, uh, some uh, some powder in the coffee, and then you've got to get a whisk like you're a chef. <laughs> Corporate America's not going to let you get away with this one. You're putting in some work on your coffee. <laughs> exactly. And But that work makes the coffee taste better. And I believe that DFW, where we are fortunate enough to reside, used to have coffee beans. I'm assuming they're franchises. Maybe they didn't go down so well. Um, but there are still two left in Austin. And I was talking to one of my friends actually about maybe doing a road trip to Austin. I'm doing it all about the fact that I, I will drive three and a half hours just to go get coffee beans. See, this is stuff you should have brought up last week before I went to Austin because you know I'm not a coffee drinker. I wouldn't have thought about that, but now I know the good news for you is I might be going back in two weeks. So if I do, I will bring you some beans. Is that what they are, beans? Yeah, yeah, they're beans. I'm going to bring you some beans. But they're uh, just like Pinto, say, right? say, say to them <laughs> say to them what tra- I mean I don't see I don't know I don't want to make the effort myself I don't want to get the whisk out ask them if there's any drink they can make that would travel for three and a half hours okay. keep the air conditioning <laughs> right you got to whoever you're going to travel with in the car you got to say to your friends no 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 we need to keep it like an ice box in this car because I'm bringing back Ian Canfield's iced coffee I think You've you're got forgetting to- who you're talking to here there's zero I'm, way that I'm, effort's getting I'm, put into I'm it I'm going to text you a list of instructions okay. one get me a Bucky's fridge magnet Done. two go into a coffee bean and ask the variety of iced coffee that will travel the best three keep everything like an ice box in the car tell your friends to shut the fuck up because you're bringing back a texas gift via california for a brit it can't be around any noise (laughs) (laughs) it can't be around any noise and the temperature must remain below 60 degrees in this car this is about to be such a fun vacation (laughs) yeah i've just made your vacation all about me yeah (laughs) it's your it's your penance for not making the vacation over the weekend all about me now my friend you are a true american i I will say this about uh, austin i've been there a few times but only uh when south by southwest was on so we're going back about 10 years now because Did it was... Did you poop in the street? Uh, I said, I said, I'm get, I said, when in Rome, don't be coming at me with the plastic. I'm a liberal now. <laughs> I, I resist your plastic coffee and I am just about to drop my trousers and take a dump in the street. Let's make it more San Francisco, <laughs> I said. Perfect. Yeah. In that very... Do you notice I went more British as it, well? Yeah, you got up there. <laughs> No, we uh, so at the tail end of the music business having money, um, they used to send a load of uh, music industry people from the UK to Austin for South by Southwest. And my memory, this shows you with uh, how maybe the music business didn't necessarily look after their money terribly well. I remember going out there for, uh, you know, what were meant to be about three, maybe four days of gigs at the most. But we would be in Austin for about seven or eight days, staying in really nice hotels, having everything paid for. And I, I enjoyed Austin. My, my two takeaways 
and again, this is going back about a decade, visiting as, as a Brit were, I would always think, I'd really love to come here when it's not South by Southwest, so I'm not surrounded by loads of other Brits. <laughs> because if anything ruins Texas for me, it's running into a load of people from the BBC. You love being the token British guy. I like, no, you said that you phrased that incorrectly, Jeremy. I love being the special British guy. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, 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 listen, you don't come to my kitchen being on this podcast throwing around those things when you haven't even paid your toll with a Bucky's fridge man. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna hold this over me till you get that Bucky's fridge back for two more you? weeks yeah. till you get back to Austin. Yeah, a hundred and my pristinely preserved iced coffee from Coffee Bean. I'm pretty sure there's a Bucky's like 20 minutes from here. I'm getting it to you after this podcast. With one hand, you will brandish Bucky's merch. With the other hand, you will give uh, Coffee Bean iced coffee, and then you have paid your penance. Got it. Anyway, so the two things were. Um, my two takeaways, I'd really love to come back to Austin when it's not South by Southwest, so I'm not surrounded by a load of Brits because that just really ruined it for me. My second thing that made me think there are definitely superior parts of Texas is that all of the Brits from the BBC that would be sent on mass to South by Southwest are, of course, excruciatingly bleeding heart liberals. And, they would, and they would all say during their entire time at South by Southwest, as if it was a tape on repeat. Oh, yeah, this is fun, but, you know, Austin's the only part of Texas you'd want to live in. You'd never want to go to the rest of the places. And I used to be thinking, I'd be quite happy to never see any of you ever again for the rest of my life, and I can't wait to go see the other places. I love when people say it, just because, like, it shows you how dumb and ignorant they are. A, I mean, you go to any major city in Dallas, it's not like, hey, you redneck, what you doing here? Like, we live in Dallas. It's very civilized they're not. All, they're, not all, they're not all on horseback waiting right. to shoot you. I, you know what? When I went to school in Arizona, it took till about third the third year I was there to finally people to stop asking if I rode a horse to school every day of high school. <laughs> and I'm not even and joking. Arizona is in the desert. Exactly. They have horses there too. <laughs> All right. Uh, what two things are you bringing me back from Austin? Uh, cheesecake and fish sticks. All right. Excellent. Uh, hey, another thing that uh, uh, came up today, and I, I feel kind of like uh, proud about this because uh, prior to uh, doing this podcast with me, Jeremy would have never even taken note of this information, let alone sent me a text message. He said, text me earlier on today and went, hey, Paul Diano, Iron Maiden's first lead singer is 63 today. I, I knew it. Yeah. How proud were you? I was so proud. I mean, Jeremy never knew there was a singer in Iron Maiden other than Bruce Dickinson. That could probably be said for about 99% of the population of right. the world. But because of me, you are aware that they had a singer for the first two albums. Some people claim him to be the best singer. He also happens to be the singer who's in his autobiography, I'm Thanked Above His Mum and Dad, which, <laughs> right. is some, which is something I'm very proud of. And uh, I sent you a picture of him in uh, 1980 when he was in Iron Maiden and also a picture of him now. Did yeah. you get those yeah, on your yeah. phone? That was the single most shocking text I've ever got. First text, picture of him in 1980. In Iron like, Maiden, right? I was like... Wow, that is absolutely not what I expected him to look like. Right. He almost seemed like a like a glam pop star. I in the know. He, I mean, you were feeling a little gay, and then the mo I was absolutely <laughs> feeling gay. I was like, oh my god, look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then you sent me a more current f version a photo of him and I thought yeah that's exactly what I expected him to look like like you you said he lives in Texas now or he lived in Texas no for no some no time. he's not, he's not allowed to live here because but he did, but he did yeah time. yeah he did he lived in Flower Mound in the 90s if you ever wonder what living in Flower Mound in the 90s can do to someone? <laughs> Look up a picture of Paul Diano in 1980 and Paul Diano now. It's not pretty. Yeah. And I don't mean any you know shame to the people of Flower Mound, but you make ugly people. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that. I'll send him a message and go, hey, we were talking about your birthday on the podcast, doing a compare and contrast across 40 years. My co-host would like to know, was it in Flower Mound where it all went wrong. Please do not contact him because based on the photo you sent me of him now, he is terrifying and will eat me. He is terrifying. This, the, 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 the only thing that makes him slightly less terrifying is that he's now in a wheelchair because his legs don't work. So I can outrun him. Cool, cool. Well... I pr yeah, yeah, I probably could have. <laughs> 
I don't know whether the fact that he's now on wheels give him an advantage above your general lack of athleticism. I'll just find some stairs. <laughs> yeah, you could only outrun him in a in a Dalek kind yeah. of way. <laughs> but yeah, I was uh, I felt proud. I was like, oh, Jeremy now knows who Paul Diano is, and yeah. he's sending. We had a little uh, text exchange where I went, "Thanks, I've just sent Paul a message." It was wonderful. Yeah, did he? say thank you or was he just like the when you're when you ignore the birthday when text? you're that fat and in a wheelchair do you know how long it takes to find your phone it's probably been vibrating for about five hours and he's just trying to search for it beneath the between the rolls of fat I you mean, know what that's the excuse i'm gonna start using for never texting people <laughs> back like oh man phone was lost in the belly well we do have some news today about uh it's the new thing to uh, ghost friends that we may get to if we uh, if we have time but before we do that um, let's just round up some Texas news. I like the fact that we've, uh, I, I sort of crowbarred Iron Maiden's first lead singer into Texas news, former Flower Mound resident. Exactly, perfect segue. Uh, the Houston Tigers been found, so ah. nobody, nobody freak out. Um, although, should I be concerned about the fact it took them a week to, f I know Houston's a big place, but a tiger on the loose that became global news, because even like my 10 year old niece in Shitsville read about it that's how but that's how big news really? it was yeah and it took it took was she like did you get attacked by the tiger she was uh, well again she's she's like so this is what happens in texas she, <laughs> she, <laughs> i'm moving there immediately <laughs> um yeah i do find it i mean Am I being un-Texas by being concerned about the fact... Was it a sort of typical Texan response to it? Oh, it's just a big cat. <laughs> yeah, that, I this, mean, that's fine. It's, that's what you publicly say, but deep down, you're terrified of that cat. When it, Well, yeah, but when it takes... It took about nine days from it officially going missing to them finding it. That is the amount of time I would expect someone's pussycat to be found in. For sure. A, an actual tiger? It took that long? They still put up signs on poles all around Texas. That's a very Texas thing, right? Have you seen my cat, right? And it's actually a tiger. Where's this pussy? <laughs> anyway, it's been found, so we don't need to worry about that. Uh, also, Texas reports COVID deaths zero yeah. two months after we opened everything up and said you don't need to wear a mask unless the establishment says that you need to wear a mask because that is freedom wait so loose tigers are the cure for covid someone tell india <laughs> so uh yeah How's that for Neanderthal thinking, Mr. President? We got it. Uh, yeah, we got it. Texas wins. It took us nine days to get the tiger, but no more COVID deaths. I'm t I think if the correlation flips, we have to let the tiger loose. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, uh, I was... Um FaceTiming with my dad over the weekend. This is a great little dad update, yes. you know, because uh, you, you get the sense from the stories about my dad that he's got a kind of very skewed view of the world. You don't say. Yeah, and, and clearly having the internet is one of the worst things that could have happened to him because things people put on the internet filtered through his brain, you know. So... Uh, is this you telling me that your dad's QAnon now? <laughs> <laughs> So um, I'm telling him the good news from Texas. He never wants to hear any good news, right? Right. And he's also very into... So the fact that there are zero COVID deaths two months after Texas reopened everything and said masks are optional, most people would take that as good news, regardless of what your politics are. COVID deaths aren't happening. We got business back. It's good. My dad countered that on FaceTime this weekend immediately with some news from India, because that affects both him and I, obviously. Right. Oh, have you heard about India? So I'm just telling you about the fact there's zero COVID deaths in Texas. Yeah, 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 but have it you heard? It was a good thing, though. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, on to the bad news. Right. In India, so I, I understand that they've got this, uh, they call it the Indian variant, and it's, uh, it's either a, a stronger or a genetically different uh, form of coronavirus, and they're concerned about how um, effective the vaccines will be in the UK. And the situation in India is obviously terrible. As I said on this podcast last week, if you want to make yourself feel good about the fact that you live in the greatest country on earth, 
I'm not talking to any listeners that we have in Shitsville. You don't. But if you live in America, if you want to feel great about the fact that you live in the greatest country on earth, just look at the mess India is in as they're burning the bodies because they've just got so many. It's in a terrible situation. I don't think it's quite as bad as my dad believes it to be. So everything I've said so far, I believe to be truthful. It's a terrible situation in India. I feel sorry for them. It makes you feel great to be in America. They are literally burning the bodies. They can't move for the amount of COVID deaths they're having. And the strain of COVID may be different and stronger in India currently. I believe all of that to be factually correct. Yeah. This is my dad's take on it. Here we go. Yeah. Have you heard about the the strain in in India? So I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, It's terrible. You know, it eats you from the inside. Oh. What? Yeah. It eats you from the inside and it goes up into your head. And Indians are having to have their eyes removed because it infects their eyes. And taking their eyes out is the only way to stop it from getting to their brain and killing them. What kind of websites is your dad going to? This wasn't Yahoo. I said, you know, you had your COVID jab recently. Were you watching some like 1960s Christopher Lee horror rerun late (laughs) at night and kind of hallucinating? Because that sounds like, you know. When when I was in Austin, the the hotel I was in. Did you see someone having their eyes removed because the COVID was getting to their brain? It's happening here now. uh, (laughs) Fucking Austin with those Californians. So the the hotel I was saying was kind of trendy. They had a bar and in the bar they had a news ticker like going to the top. And so at one point in like scary red lettering it popped up the headline it was like a you know a bunch of bodies wash up in india believed to be deaths from covid Did they have eyes and everyone i don't they didn't say in the headline <laughs> i didn't read the story because i'm an american and we don't do that i uh you should watch russia today <laughs> but you should see like everyone in the bar that noticed it kind of was like brought back like oh my god what a terrible headline that's terrible and then the next thing on the ticker was that same exact headline but instead of red it was in green and everyone was like oh Oh, thank God. It's fine. Nothing to worry about. The red headline is gone now. (laughs) Yeah. So while telling me about how if you're in India, you've got to have your eyes taken out because otherwise it gets to your brain. And that's what that's how this new form of covid kills you. Right. right? Goes up through your body. Doesn't attack your lungs and kill you if you've got any other pre-existing conditions. It goes into the head and it goes straight to the eyes and they have to gorge out your eyes because it's the only way to stop it from going to your brain. I'm giving you the abridged version of how he described this to me because he went into great detail about it. And I want to say at least three times while going into great detail about it, he kept on saying to me, have you not heard about this? <laughs> Have you <laughs> he not was, heard about this? He was so excited to be the literally, one informing you. Literally, literally, he was so excited. And I just thought to myself, I can't be bothered to refute this. This is like you. I felt like thinking to dad, this is bringing you so much pleasure. The idea that something so terrible is happening and right. people are having to have their eyes gorged out that I don't. I'm just going to let you. You've not heard about this. He kept on saying. And I felt like, no, no, I'm just going to I'm going to let you have this one. going to let you have this see, one. If my mom was telling me about that story, I'd be like having to talk her off the ledge. She'd be like, this world, it's so crazy. What's going on? Your dad's like, this is so awesome. Their <laughs> eyes, they're losing their eyes. <laughs> Remember, this was the reaction to me going, hey, zero COVID deaths in Texas where I live. It's like, to a lesser extent, you know, back in the winter where we, when we had snowmageddon and, yeah. and all the power went out for a week and nothing was working in Texas, of right? Of course. He has Dallas, Texas on, his, on, the, on the weather on his phone because his son lives in Dallas. Right. During that time... When people were dying, no one had power and you couldn't move for the snow because it was like living in Alaska. He was still texting me about how windy it was in Glasgow. (laughs) Just in case you needed to know. He doesn't know anyone in Glasgow. The weather in Scotland does not affect him, anyone he knows, or anyone in his family. Snowmageddon is affecting his son in, in Dallas, which is on his phone 
But he wouldn't think to check that. He would check the weather in Glasgow. See, you, again, gave him the green headline that everyone's happy about. <laughs> Your dad lives for the red headline. He really does. And if people are having to gorge out their eyes to stop COVID getting to their brain, that should be a red headline, <laughs> to be honest. All right, we got... Um, Song of the Week update before we move on to some other stuff. Thank you. If you voted over the past seven days, we had a lot of people voting this week. Uh, New York producer went with Seeds by Yoke Law, 5% of the vote. Jeremy chose Interlude by J. Cole, 6% of the vote. Uh, thanks to Kenny Hoopla for retweeting me, uh, which is why his song with Travis Barker, Hollywood Sucks, got 89% of the vote, so I win. J. Cole, no love? <laughs> Well, I d J get J. Cole to retweet you. Well, that's what I'm saying. J. Cole, <laughs> retweet me, bro. <laughs> All right, we got new song of the week. Uh, also, some listener feedback and uh, so much other stuff to get to in part two of Did You America? Okay, let's do part two of Did You America? He's Jeremy. I'm Ian Camfield. You're listening to uh, season two episode. We've no idea. Way too many to count. You could count, though, if you've got the time, because uh, all the old episodes are at didyouamerica.com, uh, which is also where you can vote for Song of the Week, or you can buy one of our lovely Did You America t-shirts. We're going to do a special deal on Did You America t-shirts uh, that we're starting on today's episode. So stand by for that. You're going to be able to get a discount on one of our lovely shirts. Multiple nipple rags. Yeah. Uh, Digiamerica.com is where you can go to for all that stuff. Uh, so new song of the week uh, before we get into some listener feedback. Here are the three choices uh, which uh, you can vote for across the next seven days. New York producers going for Motorbike by Leon Bridges. Well, uh, J. Cole didn't do too good for me last week, but I'm going to give it another try. He released his new album, The Offseason, on Friday, and it is, if I do say so myself, hot fire. So I'm going off the number one track off that album, 95 South. I'm going to go uh, with the new song by a band called Don Broco, who are from the UK. Um, I like Don Broco a lot, and they've worked, they've worked really hard to uh, get some traction for a, a newish British band here in a proper country. Over the last few years, they've slogged it out on uh, warp tours, you know, playing parking lots in 100 degrees at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I one time broke my glasses at a warp tour. Was Sorry, it was it a hundred was there. it a hundred degrees? It really was, yes. It's hell on earth the warp tour. I mean, I know everyone goes, Oh yeah, it's so much fun. I don't know if I've ever had fun at a warp tour. I and was I'm, thirteen, I'm, so it was a good time. No, but. at thirteen I still wouldn't have had fun. <laughs> I, I, I I mean and when I say I've I've never had fun, I mean I've gone I, when I go to a warp tour, it'll be if it's in the town where I am and I turn up for the least amount of time possible because the conditions are just warped yes <laughs> and the ground is quite often warped because yes. it's so fucking hot yes always and all the bands make out that they're having a fun time i don't think they're having a fun time it's also communism at work they don't have any uh lineup with the uh, bands listed in order of popularity or seniority at the warp tour so they'll have a schedule well not a schedule they'll have a they'll have a lineup of these are the bands that are going to play during the day it'll be like an alphabetical order no then it's just like potluck so even if say for example green day popped into warp tour for a day right they could be playing at 11 o'clock in the morning <laughs> even though they would clear they could be playing at 11 o'clock in the morning and my buddies in Don Broco, who most people in the States haven't heard of, could be the headlining act of the day because that's the way the Warp Tour does their, oh, it's all fair and square. That's why I call it the communism of music festivals because that makes as much sense as communism. Did this suddenly get political? Rant over. <laughs> I did a, a bad thing at Warp Tour with this band, Don Broco. Um... They were on... So this is how much I just couldn't bear the idea of... But by the way, we'll get to what my choice is in a minute. I'll just go... I'll, story time. Yeah, story time. Don Broco, as I said, they, they, they're, they are actually... They're Brits with a work ethic and they're already headlining arenas and stuff in the UK. They're on like their, their third or fourth album. Uh, as, as I said, here, they'll come out... They've come out here and they go, you know, and they'll be first on in uh, on, a, on a big bill of bands. They did their most... Their most recent US tour was about 18 months ago and they were headlining small venues. But, you know, they've worked up from doing the Warp Tour and stuff like that. So they've got the work ethic and good on you, Don Broco. There was one time... So they have friends of mine from the 
UK and I hadn't seen them in a few years and they were uh, uh, at a warp tour in Arizona where I was living at the time. Right. So I text them and said that I was going to, uh, you know, I was going to, I was basically going to go to see them and like meet up. And they thought that they would be on early during the day. And of course, I'm thinking, okay, great. I can get, I mean, it's still going to be about 100 degrees, but it won't, I can get in before it's 110 degrees yeah. as it will be later. And hopefully it won't be that busy early on. Anyway, because it's the Communist uh, Music Festival, um, they ended up being on like way, way, way late in the day. And I went to the Warp Tour and I went in and uh, I was, I even had a pass to get to certain places. And, uh, but the layout was ridiculous. And I, re- I was trying to get to the area where Don Broco were to go say hello. And I'd been on site for about 90 minutes. I remind you, it's in a fucking parking lot. It's 100 degrees in Arizona. You were aiming for 30 max. 30 seconds would have been nice. <laughs> I mean, my, my aim would have been, can I get from my car to your tour bus in 30 right. seconds and just go from air conditioning to air conditioning? No, I'm not staying for the gig because this is hell. And I remember... Get a bit of, trying to find where they were because again the layout's ridiculous and things that normally would be the parking lot are where there are stages and such like and, I, and, and, and the singer's texting me directions I got no sense of direction of course I go to the other side of the complex where this event's happening thinking I'm about to get into the area where Don Broco's tour bus is, is parked and I flash my pass to the security guy and he goes, um, what are you looking for? So I tell him and he goes, oh, yeah, but they're in, you're at the wrong side. They're in this parking lot, but the, the, on the other side of the, of the venue. And I went, oh, my God, I think I'm about to have heat stroke for the first time in my life. <laughs> I said, I've got to walk through. All of those fucking punk kids at 100. I said, I was hoping for 30 seconds. I've been here an hour. Right. And he goes, oh, and one other thing. I think they've changed the passes for that parking lot. You'll be able to get an exchange because you've got that pass, but you'll need to go to this area first, throw in that pass, get one back, blah, 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 blah. Basically, what I'm telling you is, even with, in theory, all access, the horrendous experience of being in that parking structure for an hour trying to find my friends ending up during because of my lack of uh, sense of direction on the wrong side of the parking structure having to go back to the other side of the parking structure and then thinking about having to join some other line to uh, change my passes i just made an excuse and said sorry i've got called away i've got to go and just left (laughs) so you are making it up to the band for bailing on their tour date by choosing their song of the week this week. I saw them, as I said, they're great Brits. They're, they're one of the few Brits that I know that have got a work ethic. They've come to the States a lot because they want to make it big in the States. Uh, when I was living in Arizona, I, I went to three of their shows, all indoors with air conditioning. I just could and I made it to the Warp Tour. I just couldn't make it to them. I don't think we'll be doing any live podcasts from Warp Tour anytime in our future. You are saying some people might have a, a, an issue with me calling it the Communist Music Festival? <laughs> right. Well, the people of Warp Tour specifically, yeah. <sighs> anyway, so uh, my choice, it, we're, we're doing Song of the Week, by oh. the way. <laughs> Jeremy, stop distracting me. Which we're That's never gonna, on me. We're never going to get employed by Westwood One if we don't stay on topic. I just want to tell you that I one time broke my glasses at Warp Tour. Is that a fun story? It's not. I was okay. during a real big fish mosh pit, a band that people should not be mosh pitting to. <laughs> right. And they were probably the biggest band of the day playing at 10 o'clock in the fucking morning. Because that's what happens at Warp Tour. Right. Right. No. Sorry, I was reading a text and got distracted. (laughs) (sighs) You're too much of a stoner to do two things at once. It's way difficult. Uh, Don Broco's new song is called Manchester Super Red's Number One Fan. I will actually say this. I do like this song, but as a a point, Don Broco, this Manchester Super Red's Number One Fan might be a little bit too much Man United David Beckham influenced if you want to try and break a nation that kind of hates soccer. Right. Your manager didn't suggest that. Yes. 
No. I'm sorry. I was now replying to the oh text Oh, my message. fucking... <laughs> this is a... You, first of all, you got distracted. Then I said soccer, and you just zoned I out. zoned out hard, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised at the point at which I used the word soccer. You just didn't get up and leave my apartment. I was trying to use context clues to, like, respond to what you said. I was like, oh, that was soccer. What am I going to do here? All right. Don't worry. We'll edit everything we just did for the uh, start of part two, because I'm afraid it may have made no sense. No, none whatsoever. And certainly, if Don Broco are listening, they're going, Fucking asshole. That time that time he said he was coming to we had to perform for 30 minutes in a hundred degree heat and he couldn't do two laps of the parking lot. Screw the song of the week. I'm voting for J. Cole. I like it when I say Brits are lazy and have got no work ethic, but I just told a story about how I couldn't be bothered to do two laps of one parking lot to see my well, friends. You've you know, you're trying to get that side out of you. I just, you know, I, I, you know what the festivals I like? I like the festivals where the big bands charge a fortune to perform. There are 10 different levels of passes. So even when you think you've got AAA, you have to work harder to get to certain areas because bands will have things shut off. I like the festivals where the bands that headline are so big, the band members have to have their own areas because all the band members hate one another because that, that is a sign of success, Warp Tour. Not making Green Day play at 9.30 in the morning my type of festival are the ones without music and have food <laughs> yeah you just want to go to a fair i want to eat barbecue <laughs> you, you want to eat deep fried cheesecake exactly <laughs> screw green day <laughs> all right so we do have a thing called song of the week and it is didyouamerica.com and there will also be a poll on my twitter which is at ian camfield and i have chosen manchester super reds number one fam by Don Broco, who may or may not hate me now after my uh, confession of how I deliberately... Well, not deliberate. I tried. I just... Co- the communism was getting ah, to me. Damn you, Warped Tour. <laughs> uh, Manchester... And your warped thinking. Exactly. There's winners and losers in life, everybody. You attain a certain level of success that you work for, and that's what keeps you at the end of the day in your own dressing room area, which you need specific passes for. And no one should be playing a parking lot at 2 o'clock in the afternoon at 110 degrees. You get it all out, man. <sighs> I feel like we're never going to finish this song of the week. So, <laughs> so my choice was J. Cole, 95 Sal. My choice was Manchester Super Reds, number one fan by Don Broco. A New York producer wanted Motorbike by Leon Bridges. DigitalAmerica.com, you can vote there. Go to my uh, the poll, which will be on my Twitter, where I am at Ian Canfield. Uh, you can vote there if you should wish. And also on the website, as I said, we do have these uh, T-shirts. And if I ever manage to move on to the next bit... I might actually get to the point at which I tell you about how you can get a discount on one of our lovely Did You America t-shirts. Right. Listener feedback. You can talk to us at the website. You can physically actually talk to us. If you want to be on the show, you go to didyouamerica.com and you hit be on the show. And then you can leave us a voicemail message basically by uh, talking at uh, whatever device you use to stream this podcast because we're clever like that we got that tech side down if you don't want to hear your voice on the show you can type us a message also via the website didyouamerica.com as a few people have been doing um let's start with uh, this voice message uh, that was sent in the last couple of days hey guys my name is patrick Kiefer, fan of the podcast just started listening to it a few months ago I uh, love it. I'm glad that you guys can do a couple episodes a week. I, I You guys really work well together. Uh, Ian, I've been listening to you since the KUPD days. Well, KDKB, but you came on to, uh, well, you know the story. So uh, I've been following you. And, and now it's like you you followed me to DFW because I moved to Fort Worth and a year later you moved to Dallas. But anyway, uh, I was at the uh, Rainbow this past weekend with my girlfriend and I started talking to her about this story that you used to told about, used to tell about Joan Jett and with her clit trying to make it, make it into a dick. And I knew I was getting a lot of details wrong. So I told her, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to reach out to him, see if he can tell that story again on his podcast. So I would love to hear that story again. So my girlfriend can hear it. 
Well, there you go. See, thank you, Patrick, for that message. That's a, a perfect example of why you should go to digiamerica.com and click be on the show because you want to be sure that you're getting all of the details about Joan Jett's clit, correct? Please tell me that the one detail he's getting horrendously wrong is the main detail. <laughs> What is this story? I'd forgotten. And um, uh, I should preface this by saying that actually, um, I have no idea if this story is true. It's, an, it, it, it's kind of an urban myth. And I guess I, I spoke about it on a previous podcast uh, long ago. Um, but the, the, the gist of it is, and again, I have no idea if this is true, because it, 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 it sounds to me like something that may have just been put out there like a, uh, an, an, an urban myth, uh, because uh, Joan Jett is a lady who likes ladies, right? Nothing wrong with that. No. I'm, a, I'm a man who likes men. I'm a man who likes watching ladies who like ladies. Right. There was an urban myth that suggested that in order to provide more pleasure to her partner, Joan Jett did some exercises with her clit to make it appear more like a dick. What? That's a thing? Well, I don't know. Our lesbian listeners, get at us. Yes. Is this a thing? We need a follow-up voice message. And can we have some detail on what those exercises are? Send us some links. <laughs> <laughs> I have no... See, to me... And can I do them to my penis to make that appear more like a penis? <laughs> Well, I mean, in the age of equality and wokeness, I don't see why, if it works for a clit, it shouldn't work for a dick. Although, you, depending on what, apparently, lesbians may or may not be attaching down there, you might be like, oh, no, that looks a bit painful. Right, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll go on. Let's hear what it is. I, I don't know. Well, again, this is a great reason to message us at didyouamerica.com, because uh, obviously we have no judgments here. Is this a lesbian thing? Because this see to me this to, to, to me this seems like it's the kind of urban myth much like that that idea that in the 70s keith richards went to sweden to get his blood changed because it was the only way he could get off heroin right, right? he always denied that happened but it's an obvious rumor to spread about one of the most famous heroin addicts of all, of all Course, time yeah. that he kicked the junk by getting his entire blood changed is the lesbian rock star version of that that you attach some kind of weighted implement to your lady part to make it appear more like a penis because therefore you can then pleasure your uh, partner. Well, so obviously, you know, we're waiting on the lesbian community to get back to us. We need you here. Please do so. But, I mean, you have plenty of music connections. You know, you drop stories about people on this podcast all the time. At some point, you have had to have some sort of connection to Joan Jett, whether it's her people or someone who knows or her. Or her penis. Or her penis or her <laughs> penis gym workout exercise trainer. What, like, have you ever asked anyone? Like, have you ever gotten any details? What What do we know about this myth? All I know is that it's a story that was spoken of in... Uh, music business circles and I've no idea if it's correct. The other thing that I love is that uh, Patrick uh, sent us that message and was very intent, very concerned that he had all of the information factually correct. Because think about this. So he's gone to the Rainbow Bar and Grill in Los Angeles, which was Lemmy's favorite bar. I would uh, Now, you know that I'm a big fan of, 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 of Texas. You're going to have to live with this statement, uh, Texans. I do venture that, that 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 one bar may be the greatest bar on earth. I know, out, I, I, I know Texans are going to hate me for saying that the greatest bar on earth is actually in California and not in Texas. That might be the most, uh, the only un-Texan thing that I, I do for the rest of my life, but th th I do love the rainbow. But I just love the idea of Patrick and girlfriend sitting in the rainbow on vacation, because he says he lives in the great state of Texas now, having a chit-chat. They've got a statue of Lemmy now. Well, in fact, the outdoor patio is called Lemmy's Lounge, so it's very Mohead-themed and all right. that kind of stuff. You know, I can only imagine that they're sort of having a chit-chat and, uh, you know, because of all the stories I've got about Lem, he suddenly goes, oh, you know, I start... You remember that British guy that we used to listen to on the radio? He's got a podcast now. I was listening to it the other day, you know, the one who, uh, who, who knew Lemmy. Um... I wish he'd do that story about Joan Jett's clit. And, and Patrick's girlfriend goes, what, what, about, what about Joan Jett's clit? And he goes, well, but, and then goes, hang on, 
I think I'm getting this wrong. I can't spread fake news about such a... I must send him a voice message to get the actual 100% clear detail. I want to now know, like, what were his details? What did he think she was doing with her clay? I don't know that she was doing anything. I, as I said, I think it's the lesbian rock star myth version of Keith Richards had his blood changed in Sweden. All I know is I feel Patrick's pain. As someone who has had many a conversations with girlfriends about penis size, I too wish I had a Joan Jett story about enlarging clitoris. <laughs> Well, the thing is, I don't really have the story. I just have the... I don't remember who said it to me. Remember, you've only known me since I've been sober. I was very drunk for a very long time. <laughs> this could have just been a theory that you had there, one there, night. There are any number of... 4 a.m. drinking sessions where we could have exhausted all other topics and suddenly started talking about Joan Jett's private area. Oh, we could have been such good friends. <laughs> I just don't know. So, um, the, the, yeah, so Patrick, I hope that's not a disappointment. That's the urban myth. I, that we need our lesbian audience to get in touch and go, oh, yeah, I do that on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Luckily, we Gets have me a, ready for the weekend. We have a huge audience, so we'll have that answer for you in no time. Digiamerica.com, if you would like to uh, update us on uh, do you do uh, clitoral exercises um, to make uh, your lady area appear more like a penis. Right, we're not looking for tightening exercises. We're looking for extending exercises. <laughs> right, exactly. With <laughs> links and step-by-step -step instructions, plenty of photos, So some lotion. I will say... <laughs> and... How heavy are the weights that you attach? <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. You, know, you have to you know, gradually move up to heavy weight. I've learned that from my working out. <laughs> so, um... New York producer always sends me the uh, voicemail clips because, you know, neither of us have got the technical ability to no. understand. understand <laughs> What's the voicemail? <laughs> understand how that works. And um, so he sent me that clip and then said... Um, Hey, I, what about if we start doing a special discount on Digio America t-shirts for uh, people that send in like the best voicemail message? Oh, I feel okay. like I feel like Patrick might be getting a free yeah, t-shirt for every week <laughs> from now till we run out of t-shirts. Anytime you get, see, like again, we talked about this the other week. Our original idea was they were gonna, the audience was gonna give us topics to talk about. Boom, clit talk. We did that for fifteen minutes. <laughs> All right, so. Um, we're now going to use a special code on the digiamerica.com website whereby you can get 20% off for this week for the t-shirts, right? And the code will be Joan Jet. Ah, oh, By the I was way, hoping. that's, uh, well, we did think dick clip. But we decided that that's too rude. Oh, uh, okay. Joan Jet it is. No one wants to type dick clip into a computer. I do it every day. Joan Jett with two T's, <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. I prefer Dick Clay. If you want to no, type in Dick Clay, no. just give it a try. Joan. <laughs> I'm not promising it'll work. Just give, us, <laughs> give it a try. Give it a try and then send this voice message with what you see. Right. <laughs> Joan Jett is the code. That's Jett with two T's. Joan Jett, all one word, that code gets you 20% off our Did You America t-shirts at uh, digiamerica.com. And Patrick, if you hit me up on uh, Twitter or contact us via the website, uh, we'll get your details and we'll send you for free a Did You America t-shirt because you clearly are this week's best correspondent. Oh, Patrick, are you in luck? Because these shirts, I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast before, but they feel great on your nipples. I, you know what I love from New York producer? So he gets us the clip because we've got no idea how to work the voicemail service. And um, I like it when we, he and I had a text conversation back and forth about Dick Clear, I don't know, I think Joan Jett with two Ts. This is was right? one of your many conversations. And then, <laughs> then suddenly he goes all producer on me, right? When we were discussing the 20% discount. And I'm gonna, just gonna read you the text he said. I hear you playing the clip, as in Patrick, 
telling the story and then saying, we'll send a shirt in the mail for you, Patrick. Please hit me up on Twitter and we'll take your address. If you want a Did You America t-shirt, you can visit didyouamerica.com and enter the promo code Joan Jett to get 20% off. I just love how official and well-worded that was, <laughs> as if he was giving me a script to read for the promotion, but it was born out of about 15 text messages before that all contained the term dick clip. <laughs> dick clip and or dick pics, whatever you want. <laughs> Uh, but we are doing it genuinely. Key code word Joan Jet, all one word, Jet with two T's for twenty percent off the uh, the t-shirts. Um, we had some other people that uh, that wrote into DigiAmerica.com. Um, you know, last week I was talking about how much I love the great uh, Texas grocery store Tom Thumb. I love it so much. I went there to get my COVID jab. Uh, Paul said. I work for Tom Thumb. Not sure I have enough uh, corporate connections, but they should absolutely sponsor the podcast. However, you may have to tone down cock talk. What? So That's not happening. Well, Paul, what about uh, dick clit? <laughs> well, yeah, I think Tom Thumb is all about dick clits. <laughs> what it's actually the name of one of their aisles. <laughs> want to thank uh, Chad for sending me a, a, a drawing he did of the London skyline, and it just says underneath it, Shitsville. <laughs> Appropriate. Yeah, it's very nice. It's good. Great, great artistic endeavor there, Chad. That's a t-shirt right there. And this is very exciting. One of our listeners in New York, Laurie, sent me a photo of a notice that she saw earlier on today on a lamppost in Brooklyn that the equalizer is being filmed there from 5 a.m. tomorrow. Road trip, did you, America? style so i had a little uh, back and forth uh, with laurie on uh, twitter and she was bitching about the fact that they've taken up all of the parking spots because they've got to park their trucks there to film oh, this scene annoying. from the equalizer and i said laurie they need loads of trailers because they need at least 15 stunt doubles to, <laughs> when they're going to film a sick queen latifah can't do any of the action to keep up the standards that, that this reboot of the equalizer has maintained they need about 15 stunt doubles so that when they're filming an action scene it's blatantly obvious that it's not queen latifah doing the fighting that's what makes it a true reboot of a 1980s great tv show right quit your bitching for a few days let it happen so the campfield can get his tv back in fact if there is, if it's just an action scene in Brooklyn, Queen Latifah's probably not even showing up there no, tomorrow for, sure for the not. show. She only shows up for the LA shoots, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. But I do. I mean, this is how much I love that TV show. All Laurie's picture was was a shot of a. Of, I'll, I'll show it to you. It's of a um, of a notice. It, it looks like. You know when you get a parking ticket on the there's windshield right, of your car, like it, it looks like that, on. right? It looks like that. It just says it, it literally is a no parking sign, <laughs> right? But it says equalizer on it, right? That's wonderful. So it's a no parking sign, and I said, why she said, oh, it says equalizer, like oh, that's like memorabilia to you. Printed it out and made it your wallpaper. I am thinking about doing I'm definitely going to post it on my socials. <laughs> definitely going to post it on my socials. Got to tag Queen Latifah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She's going to become a fan of the pod in no time. And then she's going to listen to the podcast. She's not going to be a fan of the podcast. <laughs> no one loves her show as much as me. Right. But then she's going to hear me and be like, oh, I'm not listening to that. <laughs> um, right. I think we've Americaed enough for today. There was a ton of other stuff that we were going to get to, but I dug it. We Americaed too hard today. That's the issue. There are certainly aspects of it where we definitely went hard. You know, I'm just Americaed out, said no one ever. <laughs> Part three coming up. <laughs> I've just got too much America in me that needs to get out. This America is just bursting out of me. <laughs> All right, so 20% off at digiamerica.com if you want to get one of our T-shirts. You just have to use the word Joan Jet, the code Joan Jet. Joan Jet, all one word, Jet with two Ts. Joan Jet, Joan Jet, Joan Jet, Joan Jet. Um, particularly interested in hearing from our lesbian listeners to, to, know, yes. to let us know if the stretching exercises are a thing. All one of them. Um, no, I think we're big with the lesbian community. All nine of them. And uh, we can't have that big of an audience. And, um, uh, and generally, if you want to get in touch and just blag a free T-shirt from us, um, you just need to have the best correspondence uh, that we received that week. 
But you are competing with the, the voicemail that Patrick left us. Yes, it's going to be hard to beat. Not saying casual dick pics will do it, but you never know. <sighs> all right, digiamerica.com for all that stuff. I, we definitely America today. Yeah. Happy dead. birthday, Paul Diano. 